amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT Superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson in front of a live studio audience, digitally speaking. Anyways. Virtually. Virtual, uh, virtually speaking. speaking uh, we're live. It's a lot of fun. Lots of good bants beforehand. A little yeah. bit of bants afterwards. Uh, and, of course, we're going to be there's going to be all sorts of bants going on this coming Sunday for Vengeance Day. Takeover Vengeance Day. We're going to mm-hmm. be doing a lot of reactions over on the YouTube. And then we're going to come over here to Twitch uh, for uh, to, what's it called? Recap. Do you want to do, do the whole thing here on? I mean, I know WWE pay-per-views we do on YouTube. But is that just main roster? You want to put NXT over here on the Twitch? I'm loving the Twitch these days, man. The Twitch is where the live stream is. Let's up for discussion. We can think about it. Let's sleep on it. Let's sleep on it. I'll leave it in your court. Um, oh, all right. So, uh, yeah, regardless, uh, follow us on Twitter at Real Going in Raw for the announcement on where we're going to be doing that. Correct. Uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, so this was a row two takeover. Yeah. Uh, we finally got, I was actually pretty surprised by uh, the, the, the winner of the men's Dusty Cup semifinals. You're surprised that Thatcher and Ciampa lost because they were your pick to win the whole thing. Yeah, I'm like Wade Barrett, by the way. I am totally getting every pick wrong I have, which I'm totally fine with. Um, yeah, no, I was actually really surprised at that one. I was, I was, I was maybe it was, I had it in my head. Whenever I like something a lot, I try not to uh, get too in wrestling. I try to get too emotionally invested in it. Yeah, I love the grizzled young veterans above all other tag teams. Um, we're going to have our, pro- we'll, we'll, we'll do our predictions, I guess now, just yeah, because let's get, let's it's, get them, let's get them know, now. it's let's the hook. You seem really anxious. I know you want to <coughs> get your hands back on it's big fine. red, right here. All you want, just hose it down with alcohol. It's fine. Uh, all right, man. So our takeover vengeance day predictions, uh, you think alcohol is going to do the trick. I don't think so, man. <laughs> <laughs> Much more potent than that. All right, man. Uh, where do you want to kick this thing we'll off? We'll kick things off with the men's Dusty Cup final. MSK versus Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, who do you got, Steve? Here's the thing. I have one confidence point on this for a couple reasons. Number one, um, I don't like to, I, I don't try trying to get too emotionally invested in things that I really like, but I'm going to in this case. Oh. Grizzled wow. young veterans with one confidence point. And I have a couple reasons. Number one, uh, currently, uh, I know this is probably a bad move on my part. So the Grizzled Young Veterans, they get a tag title opportunity yeah. uh, coming off this. 
Currently, the tag champions are Lorcan and Birch, which is a bad guy team. Yep. So you're get, if unless they're going to have those titles taken off them before Grizzled Young Veterans get their shot, heel versus heel is not a great bet to make. Um, on the other hand, whenever Gibson is out, whenever he arrives, if it's just a match, whatever, they stick a microphone in his hand, which makes me think they really like this guy. They've been putting in a lot of good work. Um, MSK is great, and I guess making a big splash for MSK would be one reason to to have the Dusty Cup. Another one, historically speaking, with the exception of uh, 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 the, 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 the Authors of Pain, they've all been face wins. They've all been face tag teams that have won the Dusty Cup. This year, I feel like they're going to give it to the Grizzled Young Vets. They need something that maybe isn't the tag team championships for now uh, to advance... Uh, so I'm going to say they're going to give it to the Grizzled Young Vets. All right, you laid out my case pretty much for MSK winning. I have MSK one confidence point, and, and more than anything, uh, I mean, they've been on a hell of a tear during this tournament. Each match better than the last. Their match against Legato yesterday was fantastic. Um, you know, what better way to, to inject a shot of energy and adrenaline into a tag division that for the longest time has kind of languished in NXT by putting, uh, getting MSK the Dusty Cup win, beating uh, Lorcan and Birch for those tag titles. After that, then they can get into a feud with Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, do a protracted thing. Make it a feud that's, that, that, that will get NXT's tag division back on the map. You know, mm-hmm. something with intensity, something that's really creative. And then just like that, uh, there's a rebirth of tag team wrestling in NXT, which hopefully could spill over to WWE as well. So mm-hmm. I'm picking MSK. I think, uh, you know, the face team taking on Lorcan and Birch, the heel team, just makes all the sense in the world. Uh, so, yeah, MSK won confidence point. Next, North American title match. Uh, there's three matches that are basically locks. This feels like one of them. John Gargano taking on Kushida. I got John going over. Three confidence points. Uh, go home math, uh, you know, rules the day here. Kushida got the, the, the last, you know, he stood tall to end the segment on NXT. Uh, John's winning. That's simple, pretty much. Kushida has gone. Uh, he he has stood tall in literally like every segment yeah. there's been, yeah. uh, including last night, which I thought was actually a real. Like I thought that the Garganos had just a hilarious showing. I thought they yeah, executed all stuff perfectly with Loomis and everything. I've got Johnny Gargano with three confidence points. One last point about Grizzled Young Veterans. I hope. I hope. I hope. I said this before. They put a mic in his hand every time. I hope during their entrance they stick a mic in Gibson's hand because he can go 30 minutes on MSK and be yeah. hilarious every step of the way. I want to yeah. see him drop that promo on them. I think that'd be great. That would be great. Uh, next, uh, women's Dusty Cup finals. Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon taking on Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez. Steve, who do you got? Uh, so this was, kind of, I mean, th- this is a, this is a bit tougher of a situation to figure out. Um, I have two confidence points because there's a lot more evidence to suggest that it's going to be a face win here, uh, for Shotzi and Ember Moon. Number one, it was announced during the show that, uh, Regal came out and said the winner of this gets a tag title shot. I, I can't think of a, of a more fitting, more appropriate tag team to take on the current, and I don't think they're going to lose the titles anytime soon, Shayna Baszler and, and Nia Jax, the current women's tag team champions. They, they do this, they'll, they'll put the NXT team in with them, 
and uh, Shotzi and Ember are not going to win those tag titles. Uh, but I think that it's here. I think that match makes a lot more sense than Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai um, having a match against those tag team champions. I think, it, you know, I don't, I had a hard time believing they would give Raquel Gonzalez any sort of loss on her road to the title, but I think her versus Dakota Kai is the next logical step. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe they'll win the, the 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 cup together first before that happens. But I feel like th- there's only so many times you can have Raquel Gonzalez beat their team all on her own. Um, I don't think they think less uh, I don't think they think so though so little of Shotzi and Ember that they would have Raquel beat her, beat them single-handedly. Yeah. So all signs point to Shotzi and Ember yep. winning. I've got yep. two confidence points on this. Same, 100% same. Shotzi and Ember, two confidence points. This The Dakota and Raquel losing will be the start of them falling apart. Um, and uh, yeah, Raquel's carried that team through this whole tournament. Uh, as I said, I can't remember where I explained it. The Shotzi Denver at some point will take Raquel out of the equation for the finish, pin Dakota Kai to get the win, and uh, that Raquel will just be enraged and take mm-hmm. her anger out on Dakota Kai. Shotzi Denver will go over two confidence points next for the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai, the champion, versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. Uh, it's pretty telling, and Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm's uh, video packages on NXT last night, the first names they mentioned. Uh, in their respective packages was not Io Shirai, it was each other. They already mm-hmm. seem more focused on taking each other out than taking out Io Shirai to get the title. Uh, therefore, Io Shirai is definitely going to win this. Five confidence points on Io going over. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the top two matches, honestly, the top three matches could have all had all the confidence points on uh-huh. I'm that confident about John. Um, yeah, everything you just said is right. Uh, Io Shirai, I've got four confidence points on this. Um, you know, Tony points out, yeah, I beat her before in the May Young Classic. Yeah, Tony, that's why you're going to lose here. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, I guess the only question really is, uh, is who eats the pin? Mercedes or Tony Storm? I'm, I don't know. They've sort of built up Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez along the same path. Yeah. But in any event, he was going to come away with his win. Seems that way, yes. Mm-hmm. And finally, for the NXT Championship, Finn Balor versus Peter Dune. Uh, we both got Finn going over. Yeah, I got four. You got five. Yes, sir. You got that right. Should be a hell of a match, though. Yeah, uh, it should be probably the best match on the card. Although I'm really curious to see what Grizzled Young Veterans and MSK can put together mm-hmm. because those those NXT UK tag matches traditionally. I mean, I'm just talking about Grizzled Young Veterans. Of course. Oh, off the charts, man. Off the charts. Great. Yep. I mean, that, yep. that could be a show stealer. But then also Io Shirai. I mean, that triple threat. All these matches should be absolutely stellar. They aren't. There's not a bad one on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think the one that's probably going to have just a lot of story to it is going to be sh- uh, the the women's dusty final. Mm-hmm. Um, that might not be like in terms of move for move, like the best match on the on the card. But man, I think all these other matches could just be stellar, just stellar. So yeah, no, it's cool. Look, man, if if my boys, I'm I'm gonna go sink and I'm, I'll, I'll sink with my guys. I'll if if grizzled young vets lose me the titles. So be it. No hey, problem take, with that. You can take solace knowing too that next weekend is Elimination Chamber. Even if I do win here, uh, uh, you know what? You got another chance next week to get it back. Is going in raw management playing hot potato with the uh, big red title? Could be. Could is that be. what they're going to start setting doing? Up, setting up something huge for WrestleMania. Who knows? Could be. Excuse me. 
All right. Anyways, let's dive into uh, the go home episode. The Steve notes have been sent out to the friendos. Have they? No, I've not sent them out to the new subs. So uh, why don't you kick things off with uh, sure. MSK so, versus yeah, MSK Legato. versus Legato del Fantasma, as mentioned at the during our product, our prediction segment. Hell of a match. Uh, some of the stuff they did here, I, I don't recall if I've seen, uh, at least in NXT. Um, so back and forth to start, Wild then drop kicks Carter off the apron to go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Carter hits an Insigiri on Raul Mendoza, gets tagged to Wesley. He goes on a bit of a run, sends Legato out of a ring, and then Carter hits that assisted. This this time it was a shooting star press off the apron, mm. where he does a shooting star press off the apron. Lee pushes him uh, onto Raul and Joaquin, and then Wesley falls with the tope. Uh, Lee goes for a pin on Wild. Uh, uh, oh, sorry, goes for a pin. Wild pulls Raul out of the ring. Uh, Mendoza hits Lee with Insigiri, follows the missile drop kick. Uh, Joaquin Wild's in. He hits a poison Rana. Uh, Raul's back in. He hits a brain buster, goes for the cover. Nash Carter breaks up the pin. This next move was crazy. So Mendoza puts Carter up in a fireman to carry. Uh, Joaquin Wild goes to the top rope, hits a double stomp off the top onto Carter, and then does a 450 off Carter's back onto Wes Lee. Lee gets his knees up, rolls up uh, 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 Wild, and then Raul, who still has Carter and Fireman's carry, uh, tosses him onto Lee to break up the pin. Uh, the finish saw Legato go for their finish. Carter pulls Mendoza out of the ring, and then uh, Wes Lee hits uh, Wild with a super kick. MSK hit their finish to get the W. They advance to the Dusty Cup Finals. I had to take another look at that 450 spot when the shoulders and stuff. That was crazy. <laughs> I was like, that was what nuts. the hell is happening right now? Nuts. It was pretty great. After that, we had a Mercedes Martinez video package uh, where she basically just says, I'm paraphrasing, this Sunday, the 20 years that I've worked so hard for this title or for this opportunity uh, is uh, going to come to a head. And I like this, though. She also says, this right here is the real me. You know, I, oh, maybe yeah. some people do or do not know she was originally in uh, Retribution. It's called Sticking It. Where is my needle? The needle uh, main roster. Stick she it. says, yeah, basically it was, this is who I am. Yeah. No silly gimmicks. Hard work for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Title is going to be mine. So I'm. it's, it's kind of cool that they've, that, you know, WWE. They don't often let people sort of say, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, you know. Yeah. But, man, way to bet on yourself on that one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Next, Zia Lee versus Cora Jade. So, uh, before this match really kicked in the gear, Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter walk down to ringside, and they're all, hey, Zia, what's going on? We're worried about you. This isn't you. Boa's ringside. He's, like, trying to keep him out out of Zia Lee's business so she can go about her uh, her business in the match. So, Zia at first is, like, you know, paid attention to him, uh, and then Cora Jade attacks her from behind. Zia no-sells, destroys Cora Jade hits her spin kick finish to get the win, and it starts taking the boots to uh, Jade after the match. Casey and Caden get up on the uh, apron. They start talking to her, uh, and then Caden uh, walks up the ramp to uh, Mei Ying, gets in her face, and wants to know, what did you do to her? This isn't Zia Lee. And then uh, Lee walks up, tosses her off the ramp to the floor, and then uh, tells Mei Ying it won't happen again. And then Mei Ying uh, like grabs Boa like, Kind of like this, I think. Yeah, so I think it was supposed to be the throat, but it was kind of his yeah, chin area. Yeah, kind of like yeah. that. So choking him. And then Zia Lee lays out Casey Cantanzaro. Uh, this looks to be Zia Lee's first real feud since her mm-hmm. repackage. The yeah. whole presentation is outstanding. 
it's so really wait awesome. a second. I have a question. I know it's yeah. it's it's Mei Ying. Who is Tian Sha then? I think that was her name prior to because you know in that in that animation they did they described her transformation. Yeah. And so I think her name post transformation is Mei Ying because that's, oh. that's that's how commentary was referring. Because that's okay. what, I thought the same thing too. Commentary okay. was referring to her as Mei Ying. So I was like, okay, that's the name they're using okay. now. But but yeah, the the Tian Sha was I guess what the what was her what her name was prior to her transformation into her current iteration gotcha gotcha okay we'll go with that then from now on uh yeah the I'm, casey just and I'm assuming that's what it is i'm just rolling with it i think no i think you're right i think you're right uh casey and caden uh mind your business you know uh casey sometimes should, sometimes casey friends shouldn't their, be shouldn't be pointing fingers at anybody for anything at this point sometimes friends go their separate ways it happens you know exactly and look at this like if i saw my friend and they're a loser before, which Zaylee was a loser before, uh, and then all of a sudden they're winning. But it's all because they've refocused. They have, you know, really put themselves. We've all seen the video packages of what Boa and uh, Zaylee went through. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Hey, Larson, you might be a big old creep right now, but you seem happier. You're winning. You're not a loser anymore. So I would be happy for you, and I'd be like, you know, if you don't want to hang out with me, so be it." If I throw you off the stage onto the cold, hard concrete floor, you'd be like, well, like you're laying there selling, be like, well, at least he seems happy now. I'd be like, if I love something, I'm going to set him free. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, my neck and my back. Uh, after that, oh, we had, oh, my hip. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. Like that poor bastard after the Kings game. Uh, the, we got a William Regal interview. Uh, he's just outside of his office and he's like, uh-huh. yes, I'm very much looking forward to the matches tonight. And then uh, he opens the door and Scarlet's in his office. It's like an old uh, noir detective t- story mm-hmm. of some sort. Yeah. And he's like, hello. And uh, she's like, well, <laughs> I'm here because she says, I'm here because if he comes, it won't be good. And she says, Escobar times up next week and says, oh, Cross versus Escobar. I agree to that match next week. And then uh, she says something in uh, Romanian, I believe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then leaves. Mm-hmm. After that, the way they're making this their way great. into this the is, arena. This I is love them so much. So Johnny's in a wheel. John yeah. is in a wheelchair. Austin's pushing. We go to commercial comeback. They're ringside. Uh, Austin is picking up John, putting him on the top turnbuckle. Brings the wheelchair in, puts John back into it, hands him like so. This uh, is the great part about it too. So like Austin goes and, and he carries him like a baby. Yeah, and and he does a squat down into the wheelchair and he's acting like it's a big stress on him. I'm like, dude, look at the size of you. This yeah. is like this is like carrying like a small sack of flour and putting in a wheelchair. So Johnny uh, says, "What you see before you is the result of the the malicious attack by Kushida." I was minding my own business. Kushida attacked me and broke my arm. And, uh, and then he's like, see, look over there. And he's only, all he has to do is turn his head to see the Tron. And he says, turn, turn me towards the Tron. Turn me yeah. towards the Tron. So they turn him towards the Tron. And as the footage plays, even though he said, turn me towards the Tron, Candace is covering his eyes because she doesn't want him to be exposed to the to, viciousness to of the that. attack. Exactly, exactly. So he comes back from that, says he has four fractures in his arm. Uh, he says, I'm a known power walker. I swing my arms a lot when I walk. I can't do that now, so I have to, I, I'm in a wheelchair. So that's why I'm in a wheelchair That's why now. he's in a wheelchair. So he says, now I can't defend North American title this Sunday at TakeOver. Suggests Regal suspend Kushida for injuring the most beloved member of the NXT locker room. And so Regal shows up at the ramp. And then Johnny, at this point, is facing the hard cam again. <laughs> yeah. And so he hears his voice. He goes, Johnny, Who is that? Johnny. Who is that? 
Who is that? He's oh, like turn me, turn me to the ramp. Turn, turn me to the ramp. towards the ramp. And so so Regal, Regal says, uh, you know, Johnny, we're supposed to be getting ready for the Women's Dusty Cup match. The medical team cleared you yesterday. And uh, Johnny's like, no, 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 no. I, I have my own medical team. And look at what they have. And it was like a, a picture of a, just a devastated, an x-ray yeah, of a breaks. devastated arm with four breaks in it. And at the, at the little right-hand side, it says Johnny Gargano and, and mm. an R right there. Yeah. And uh, Regal says, uh, he calls him out and he says, you know, this is obviously a fake. He says, let me ask you something, Johnny. Do you know what that R stands for? And he's like, uh, he's like, it means right. Your left arm is the one that you claim is injured. And he's like, no, that R stands for real. Look, it clearly says my name right there, Johnny yeah. Gargano. Yeah. So uh, anyways, long story short, Regal says that Austin Theory, he says, you have one of two options. Either Austin Theory can be your surrogate tonight and put the North American title on the line against Kushida. And Austin Theory like taps Johnny. He's like, yeah, dude, let's do it. Johnny's like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. He says, or he says, or you can just forfeit the title. And Johnny's like, no, man, give me a few months. Come on, man, give me a few months. We'll do one of those beautiful day music videos. Really and the bad. beautiful thing is they're cutting back and forth. And the, the shot of the way is like a long shot. It's all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And you go back to Regal back and forth. Well, as Johnny says, we'll do a beautiful day. It cuts back to him. And Kushida's just standing there with yeah. them as if yeah. he's part of the group. Yeah. They don't obviously know that he's there. Uh, and so Regal says, Kushida-san, what do you think about that? And, uh, <laughs> and Austin turns to Kushida, taps in and says, hey, man, what's up? And then he does a double take, realizes that he's standing yeah. there. Yeah. And then Kushida starts taking oh, them so all good. out. Uh, 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 so Johnny then lifts the Johnny. title with his injured with his injured arm and like his sling comes off and they're like, yeah. oh, you're, you're faking. Well, they're playing tug of war with the belt a little bit, too. Yeah, and then Kushida, Kushida punches yeah. him yeah. into the chair, and he does this great pratfall, falling backwards into the uh, wheelchair. Uh, and then uh, right then, Shotzi and Ember's music play. Mm-hmm. They come out in the tank to start that match between the them and, match. Yeah, it was a fun and match Candace too. and Indy. Yeah, really fun match. Fun match. Uh, a couple times in here, uh, Indy trying to do what she can to protect Candice just as much as win the match, played into the finish. Uh, at one point, Ember dumps Indy out to the floor. Shotzi and Candice come in. Shotzi goes after uh, Candice a bit. Uh, Moon tags her back in. They hit Ember, Moon, and Shotzi already have like some stellar tag team, double team. Oh, offense. man. It's so yeah, good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and then uh, there was this bit where uh, Candice uh, decks Ember from behind, uh, tags Indy in, and Candice hits a moonsault on Ember, Moon, while Candice is kind of holding her up. Follows yeah, the suicide dive on yeah. Shotzi out to the floor. Uh, later on, Indy whips Candace into the corner. Uh, Moon collapses, so Candace runs full speed into the corner. Ember mm-hmm. then boots Indy into Candace, uh, gets the tag to Shotzi. Shotzi goes on a run until Candace boots her in the leg. Indy comes back in. Candace hits uh, Shotzi with Wicked Stepsister. Indy falls with a top rope elbow. Ember breaks up that pin, so Ember and Candace are brawling on the floor. Uh, Shotzi hits a knee on Indy, follows that with a DDT, goes to the apron. Uh, Candace runs in. Shotzi boots her. Ember falls with a with an eclipse on Candace. Beautiful so eclipse. Just, it was fantastic. God, they're so they are. She, Ember Moon is like the so perfect so wrestler. Good. She's so good. And Candace, her cell job was so good. She like sort of stumbles back into position for Shotzi, yeah. who's loading up a senton. Now the senton thing is, top her up, yeah. Indy is the one who's legal at this point. Yep. So even if she hits it on Candace, Indy is still legal. So if they pin Candace, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Indy covers Candace 
right as Shotzi's loading up the Centon from the top mm-hmm. and and eats the brunt of it, and mm-hmm. then she gets pinned. So she protects Candace, Candace's health, but she ends up losing the match mm-hmm. for them by taking mm-hmm. the brunt of the shot to protect Candace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really stellar match. So Ember it Moon was, is really just fun. off the yeah, top. Like if if you so ever good. just want to know somebody who's like the perfect, fundamentally sound, crisp, but just so much energy mm-hmm. in the ring, it's Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. I say this week after week. She's like one of my favorite wrestlers. Her and Roderick Strong, two of my favorite wrestlers. To he doesn't wrestle enough. No, he doesn't. So after their win, uh, they go up the top of the ramp by the trophy, by the cup. Uh, Raquel and Dakota meet him up there. They start talking crap back and forth. Uh, Regal's out, and then he mentions that the winner of the Women's Dusty Cup will get a women's tag title uh, match in the future. Mm-hmm. After that, we have Tommaso Ciampa and Thatcher with another one of their little sit-down video promos. Ciampa looks like he'd rather be anywhere but where he's at, uh, which kind of makes sense given the result of the match tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ciampa says uh, grizzled young veterans can call themselves whatever they want. We're going to win come Sunday. Class dismissed. He, like, gets up and basically, like, in very flings aggressive fashion. Le- le- yeah, well, then Thatcher chair. has, like, a, a creepy smile on his face. Yeah, which he shouldn't have done. Uh, after that, we have a Santos Escobar interview. Man, this guy is just great. On the, He's so good. He's got it's, so much natural charisma. It's so refreshing to see a heel who's not scared. I know. I know. I, and it's not I like know. he's a huge dude, you know? Like, so yeah. often it's, it's the heels who are fearless are massive so they have every reason not to be scared of anybody he's you know relative to especially carrying cross santos escobar is is a small dude he's supremely confident yeah and it's it's great to it. see so uh, uh he's got an interview talking about carrying cross he says you know cross and i love this line too cross, cross gave me the gift of time but time is relative to each man so I'm going to give him the gift of time. And as he continues, Raul Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde come in and they apologize for losing. And Santos says, and he doesn't scream or anything. Mm-hmm. He just says, don't apologize. I never apologize. It's a sign of weakness. There's something you can do for me to make it up, though. Pay him a visit and make sure he doesn't make it to next week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. So that pays off a little bit later. Then we it get uh, Pete Dunn, Finn Balor video package. Video package, which is real, pretty well uh, well done. Uh, yeah. After that, Kushida versus Austin Theory. Uh, fun match. Uh, Kushida, of course, in typical Kushida fashion, trying to work over Austin Theory's arm. Austin Theory using his power advantage to get in some offense. Uh, towards the end, Kushida makes a comeback, hits a, a handspring heel kick, German suplex, stomps Theory's fingers, hits a head kick. Uh, gets a two count from that, goes back to work in the arm. Theory rolls out of the ring at Gargano's feet. So Kushida, uh, he's running, jumps off the apron. Uh, Theory gets out of the way, hits him with a shoulder tackle, tries for a power bomb or an apron bomb. Kushida escapes that, gets up on the uh, apron, and locks on a cross arm breaker on Theory while on the apron. John, John, super kicks him. Theory's DQ'd. Uh, then John, John, tosses Kushida to the floor. Uh, Theory holds up Kushida while Gargano hits some strikes. He and Theory just start beating them up. Uh, Theory tosses them back of the ring. Uh, and then as he's standing there, someone pulls Austin under the ring. This is a great and, bit. And so Gargano runs out, grabs him by his hands, and pulls who he thinks Austin Theory out. It's not Austin Theory. It's Dexter Loomis. So John, he's shocked, starts crawling back up the ramp, backwards basically. And then Theory <laughs> crawls back out. It's like, oh, I'm all right. I'm all right, and Johnny. he starts like climbing up Loomis, like who's who's facing away from him, and yeah. he thinks it's John, and he turns him around, and he's right in his face, <laughs> and he freaks out, yeah. get, like freaks out, gets back in the ring. Kushida puts him in uh, hoverboard lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Loomis, uh, Johnny, <laughs> Johnny skitters around Loomis, like staring at him the whole time. He breaks it up, and Loomis gets in, puts him in the uh, in the in the vice lock, and uh, and then yeah, Kushida ends up holding the title. High, which yeah, pretty much guarantees he is not lose, getting his yeah. hands on that, yeah, that takeover. Uh, yeah. Next, Tony Storm video package again. She seems just as focused on Mercedes Martinez as she is mm. on beating EO, but she says that, you know, I, I'm i one of the few people who beat EO Shirai in the Mae Young Classic, yet no one talks about that. So mm-hmm. she's looking to change that. We have another Imperium video Imperium. package. Imperium. I like this. They sort of spell out everybody's roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't write down anybody's, except I remember Walter's is the is the ring general. General, uh, yes. And uh, uh, let's see. Let's see if I remember this. Fabian Eichner was the equalizer, I believe. Okay. okay. Martel was like the uh, oh, something like the catalyst or something like that. Okay. Do you remember what Wolf was? The was like the specific. Hatchet Man. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> he was the Hatchet Man. I remember yes. those. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know what Martel's it was something like the catalyst or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a quick shot of Raúl Mendoza and Joaquin Wilde laid out backstage. Mm. Cross. Uh, pops in, asks Santos, you ever heard the saying, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself? Well, Santos, you should have done that. I did. And next week, I'm going to do to you exactly what I did to them. TikTok. Dude, next up, we've got my segment of the year so far. This was amazing. So a Lambo pulls up. Yeah. And you're thinking, who is it? Is it Pat McAfee or something? What's going on here? Who's, who's yeah, in yeah. this Lamborghini? And some familiar boots step out of it. And you look up, and it's Cameron Grimes, but with glasses. And he's got a giant wad of cash. And he goes to the security guard. He's like, hey, fellas. Here, and he gives him like a couple hundred dollar bills. He's like, you know mm-hmm. how to park this thing? I'm still figuring it out myself. So he goes, and, and the camera follows him the entire time. And yeah. he's like, that's right, Cameron Grimes is back. And he's just handing out hundreds to everybody. There's like some performance center recruits there. He's handing them money left and right. He says, everybody get on. He gets in the ring. Everybody get on your feet. There's a nice reward for you if you get on your feet. So he says, two months ago, 
that no good Timothy Thatcher laid me out. I was screaming and flailing. I went home and thought about caving in Thatcher, and I started working out. But I did have some downtime, just like any normal man would do. I found video games. Well, I think to myself, why do I even wrestle if I could play video games? So he said he ran out of his video games, so he went out and found this place called GameStop. And when I opened those doors, those lights hit just a little different. And if there's anything Grimes to put his money in, it'd be a place like GameStop. Well, it was the right place and right time for Cameron Grimes because their stock went to the moon. Now I got so much money. And then this next part had me dying because he talks about buying dog coin. Oh, yeah. And he says, I never did trust a kitty cat because if they got nine lives, they must be up to no good. Yeah, that part was great. <laughs> Which was amazing. And so he thinks that he has all the leverage now because money means power. And yeah. he says, hey, Regal, you think I'm going to wrestle Loomis again? Kiss my grits. Zombies, kiss my grits. And he says, money is power. And now I've got so much money and ain't even funny. It's hilarious. And he throws all his money on the ground. He starts rolling around. Starts and doing it. like snow angels on top this of this was brilliant and I, I mentioned this during our pre-show there's a tweet that somebody showed me mm-hmm. let me see if i can give proper credit from uh from december and uh let's see here uh here it is uh this was from december 17th and cameron grimes tweeted out it's true this is right after i think he got laid out or he was yeah, he yeah. was out he yeah. said it's true cameron grimes is out of action but only in nxt i'm still running wild on the stock market so this seems to be something that he came up with that yeah. just landed perfectly yeah. with what's happened uh, in the meantime there yeah. with, uh, with yeah, oh, so this was, it was uh, at the Sportatorium uh, oh, right. sent, sent this tweet to me. So thank you very gotcha. much the Sportatorium. That's interesting. That's something they had, they had in the works for a while and serendipity happened, you know? I guess so, because this is absolutely great. Now, the only question is, how will he lose his fortune? Because he's gonna totally going to lose it. Totally going to happen. He's going to put it on the line in some match. He's going to lose it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, John Gargano had to interview. Since I tried to do Kushida a favor by getting that match canceled, but now it's happening. And this opportunity to remind everybody who he is. He's Johnny Takeover. So Kushida... You better bring the best of yourself if you want that title from him at TakeOver. No one can hang with John Gargano. Is it John. is it Dogecoin or is it Dogcoin? I thought I thought it's spelled Dogecoin. It is. But then I've heard people refer to it as Dogcoin. So I don't know what it is. I'm not hip like the kids are. I need to watch Norma, more internet Norma. today, I guess. Yes. Uh, so after that, we had an Io uh, Shirai video promo where she points out that, that hey, Tony, uh, it's been three years since the Mayan Classic. I'm a different person now. I'm a champion. You're just another challenger. Mercedes, this is great. Mercedes, you've been on this journey for 20 years. I got bad news. The journey's never going to end. It's going to go forever and ever and ever. That's a good line. And then we get our main event. Thatcher and Ciampa versus Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, This was actually a pretty dominant effort from Grizzled Young Veterans, not to say that Thatcher and Ciampa didn't get any offense. They did. It just didn't feel like uh, the, the result of this was in any doubt after like three minutes into the match. Yeah, I because know. Because the story yeah. laying out was, was obvious. Grizzled Young Veterans are a cohesive, tight unit. Thatcher Chopper, two singles guys trying to be a tag team. And in his promo that preceded the match, he pointed that out. He says, look at these two goofs. They really are as dumb as they look. Champa, how did things end with your last two tag partners? Thatcher, same question for you. Take this fake friendship and shove it up your ass. 
This trophy belongs to the grizzled young veterans. Soon to be, and then they get attacked. Recognized by the way they get attacked, yeah. Uh, Thatcher's actually isolated for a good stretch uh, mm -hmm. because uh, grizzled young veterans take out Champa ringside. Uh, Thatcher tries to mount a few comebacks, uh, comes up short. Eventually, grizzled young veterans hit a doomsday device, or yeah, they do hit a doomsday device on, uh, sorry, no, they go for one on, on Thatcher. He escapes that, hits Drake with an uppercut. By then, Champa's had enough time to get back on his feet. He gets the hot tag in. Uh, it goes on a bit of a run. He has air raid crash on Drake onto Zach Gibson. That gets him a two. Uh, he tries for a fairy tale ending. Drake blocks it, drives him into his corner. Gibson tags himself in. He hits Champa with some shots. Champa escapes a suplex. Uh, they trade some blows back and forth. Uh, eventually, Gibson hits a spinning suplex. Drake comes in. He drop kicks Thatcher off the apron. And then Grizzled Young Veterans hits a doomsday device on Champa. It's all about working over Champa's neck because earlier, earlier it was a power bomb onto the apron. Uh, Thatcher breaks up that pin. So then Gibson tosses Thatcher out to the floor. Mm -hmm. And then uh, James Drake takes him out with a suicide dive. Champa tries to hit Willow's bell as Drake is getting back in the ring. Gibson grabs onto Drake's ankles. So when Champa goes back for the DDT, he just falls. Grizzly mm -hmm. um, Dunk veterans get in the ring, hit Ticket to Mayhem on Champa to get the W to advance to the final of the Dusty Cup. Like I said, it's all about Grizzly Dunk veterans. Cohesive, tight, unit. That's what they've been. I mean, that's been their thing ever since they showed back up in NXT mm -hmm. is, uh, you know, they've been doing this as a tag team for 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And people who come in as a tag team for, for 10 minutes, which I've always, always, that's a philosophy. I've, I can't stand when they put two really high powered singles guys together. And then like any decent tag team should be able to take on even the best of the most powered up singles thrown together guys, because tag team wrestling is all it's about it's, it's a, a different, different animal. beast. Yeah. It's about using yeah. two men to the advantage. Uh, lots of tags, tag team philosophy, isolating mm -hmm. people, et cetera, mm -hmm. et cetera. You got mm -hmm. a two on one. If you play your cards right, you have a two on one situation in every every single yep. you know throughout the match. Yep. Uh, after that, they do a really goofy sort of rundown of them. They have, and I'm not opposed. I mentioned this breach. I'm not opposed to them doing trying out new things. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, this was in the overrun uh, uh, of the show, and so maybe as somebody pointed out. Uh, in our chat, uh, people flipping over from AEW. Hey, let's see if there's an over on NXT. Yeah. They get a promo for TakeOver. Yeah. Um, and they've got uh, the commentary team off to the side uh, running down all the matches. And they cut to uh, like various stare downs between the participants in all the matches. Um, so, yeah, I think the TakeOver is going to be a killer show, though. I yeah, think, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, you've got a lot of good matches here. We've we've quibbled in the past about buildups to TakeOver's. Mm -hmm. In terms of the stories leading into it, but in terms of the shows themselves, they usually, you know, nine out of ten times deliver. So it's it's rare that they don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you answer some questions. Yeah, let's do All that. Right. Patrick, I've believe it a, here on the Twitch. You're up on the Patreon. You got a question thread there. You can get your question on there. Just become a patron. There you go. Get your question on the Patreon uh, Patreon thread. Uh, Patrick Olivas says, "Might have to buy some chocolate covered strawberries and some champagne to watch Takeover." It was on Valentine's Day. It's on it's on the Valentine's Day. That's not a terrible idea. You know, maybe I'll uh, get some, yeah, chocolate covered cherries or something. There you uh, go. James Fletcher, what's your favorite chocolate covered item, Larson? Chocolate covered strawberries are okay. I'm not a huge chocolate guy. Yeah. Cho I, I like the chocolate covered cherries. Those are good. Uh, well, you know what's funny? I'm not really huge mm. on cherries either. Do you like the do you like the chocolate covered cherries with the cream stuff in the middle? And then the cherry in the in the in the very center? Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. I like. I, I'll always eat the cherry after. Like whenever I have a cherry, it's on the top of a milkshake. 
I'll always I, that's always the the wonderful little you know oh the the maraschino cherry that's like more uh, uh sugar than cherry at that point yeah exactly <laughs> exactly good little bit of foreplay for the milkshake there uh James Fletcher Vince takes over NXT which old man wrestler wins the title Goldberg. I think it'd be, Cam- I think it'd be Cameron Grimes <laughs> I think he'd be so de- hey Vince How's Goldberg, it going? Goldberg's the correct answer. Goldberg's the correct answer. Uh, Creatures one two zero three gifting a sub to SL Prawn six five. Thank you very much, Creatures. What a great question here. George Calloway asks, if Stephen Larson become tag team wrestlers, which one of you is the hot tag guy? I kind of feel like I'm Trent Seven and you're Tyler Bate, which you should totally take as a compliment. <laughs> Oh, I do. I do. You get beat up for 90% of the match. I get the hot tag, clear house, get the W. I think that, yeah, I think, I think that yeah. works. That works. Oh, Kaufman raided earlier with a party of seven. Thank you, intern. Thank you, intern. Already paying dividends, getting ourselves yep. an intern. Yep. Uh, broken wheelchair with a sub. Says, hey, friendos. Hello, broken wheelchair. Jaime Fonseca says, can you all name one legend that would actually work on NXT? He says he thought Rey Mysterio could have worked there when he first returned. Yeah, um, Ray could. I think Edge could. Edge would be great in NXT, I think. So that was, wasn't, isn't that a story today or something? Uh, I think, was it, maybe it was Triple H's conference call. I don't know. I read it on one of the news sites that All right. Edge talked to Triple H. Maybe it was on the conference call because there was a conference call. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Edge talked to Triple H about wanting to get, he gave him a list of talent in NXT that he'd like to go down there and help That's tank cool. their ratings some more. Um, so yeah, edge would be fun. Uh, I, I, I'd die to see two names. Well, I mean, you know, we've seen, uh, Kevin Owens there, but, uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Yeah. Those are the two names that haven't been in NXT. Well, I know Daniel Bryan was the first season when it was a game show, but you but know, not NXT like it is now. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, Jorge D to complete Cameron Grimes, new gimmick. He needs a, a henchman. Uh, he says a la Virgil. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, the dynamic between Virgil and the million dollar man is, uh, uh, yeah, not great. Okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, who would you have as Grimes' henchman? Cal Jack. Oh, that bring Cal Jack back. Wouldn't that be great? Um. Oh, man. Yeah, Cal would be good. Now I can't. <laughs> Ridge Holland. <laughs> he comes back. Carrion Cross. There you go. <laughs> he Carrion Cross loses a match to Cameron Grimes, where he has to become his henchman. <laughs> But if he wins, he gets he gets uh, uh, Grimes' fortune. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I can't make payments on my car. That damn healthcare bill of mine. Uh, just trying to do something. Is NXT heel heavy, or am I overthinking it? Is what is what NXT, is NXT too heel heavy? Heel heavy. Who's there? Kushida's like their purest baby face, isn't he? Kushida. Yeah. Uh, uh probably. What other pure baby faces do they have in the men's in the men's division in the in the women's division? They have they have got Shotzi. They've got Ember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they've got well, he was he was kind of more of a tweener, I guess. She could do either either one. Yeah, she could totally do either. Um, yeah, Casey and Caden, yeah. they're 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 faces. But, but in like the in the men's division, sure. it's it's Kushida. It's all it's it. all variations on a, a badass dude. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Dunn, Balor, Champa, yeah. Thatcher. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Cross. Cross, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex Foster actually has a really good point here. He says, this Cameron Grimes stock gimmick would have been perfect for Kona Reeves. That's true. That's a really good I wonder what happened to Kona Reeves. 
Uh, this is a great observation here. Since Johnny came out in a wheelchair and arm John. brace, what, what is the best fake wheelchair or injury reveal, and why is it Nash when he had his yeah. prosthetic leg just and took out to the blanket? That. Just about it's to say that. that. It's that. It's, it's totally that one. Definitely the most gifable. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, White Brownie with Triple H mentioning in a conference call that the women could use a mid-card title, but not being a fan of there being too many titles, how would you balance it out? Well, I mean, he kind of contradicted himself there. They need, like, hey, they could use one, but he's not a fan of having too many titles. So I guess you could have a women's mid-card title and have it cross-brand again, but that really hasn't worked out that well with the tag titles. NXT, I actually think, it's funny, I think that NXT has done such a good job booking stories in their women's, across the board for the most part, but especially in their women's division. I don't know that one is necessary but I do think that one could generate more of those types of more, more really good stories. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have like a North American women's title, I, I think I, I have full trust that they'd be able to book that pretty well. So yeah. I, I'd be totally cool with that. Totally. Totally. Uh, night by night, you, as you are out driving, you pull up to a red light next to an NXT superstar. They rev mm-hmm. their engine to indicate they would like to race, mm-hmm. not one to back down from a challenge. You accept mm-hmm. which superstar would it need to be in order for you to have the best odds at winning? Uh, Zach Gibson, because he's probably still a little nervous about driving on the wrong side of the road. That could be. So I would just go with the guy who geographically is in the wrong place for a car race. Like, clearly you're not like my, my Toyota Highlander is not going to beat carrying crosses. Doge Charger. Totally. Totally. Um, Grimes has a Lambo now. Yeah. Yeah. But he also claims that he doesn't know how to park it. Well, that's just one part of owning it, though. You know, as long Mm -hmm, as he knows how to hit hit his foot on the gas pedal, it'll go. (laughs) He's probably okay. Try to think of someone who would be a very cautious driver. Like Austin Theory might be a very cautious driver because of precious cargo. By that, I mean John uh, in the car with him. Yeah. So I'll, I'll yeah, say Austin and Theory. Austin Theory is definitely the kind of guy who's, uh, uh, who's hubris, whose dullard hubris gets him into trouble. Mm-hmm. So he would do it like right in front of a cop. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just take off at a normal speed. Cop pulls him over and you get to mosey on at 40 miles an hour. Uh, dang MQ, Cameron Grimes is now the type of guy who would have his own boat parade. It would be great. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. James Rodriguez says, have you ever wanted a specific storyline or beat to happen only to be disappointed when it actually does happen? He says, for example, when I saw Grimes show up in a Lamborghini, I immediately thought it would be funny if he made a ton of money from GameStop stocks. But the reveal <laughs> didn't land as well when that actually turned out to be the direct. Oh, I would have marked out. I would have totally marked out if I saw him pull up in the Lambo. Like somebody, I, I'm going to say they, they, it was spoiled for me on Twitter. I already knew that that was the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same here. Which. And right before the main event, I accidentally spoiled the damn main event for myself on on Twitter as well. Oops. So I was not happy about that. My own fault. Um, But if I would have called him using GameStop, especially with the story he laid out, I mean, he had to be, talk about being to the moon, he had to be over the moon when the GameStop stuff happened and he set this up back in December. Yeah. That's absolutely great for him. Yeah, definitely. 
definitely. Uh, where was I here? Uh, Fear and Loathing. Who's the comedian of Imperium? <laughs> probably. Bartel. The funniest guy of them is probably Walter. Because. Yeah, could be. Could be. Like, I've seen, number one, that stuff with Walter's class back when he was, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, teaching his class stuff and just being, he was, like, sort of the, the pre-Thatcher class stuff. Yeah. Was really darkly hilarious. And you can't tell me that he didn't find the humor in it. Mm -hmm. um, also, like, I, I forget what it was, if he bought his wife a new car or yeah, house also, or whatever. Yeah, it was a Mercedes. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, he just seemed like a real sweet guy. He does seem like a sweet guy. And a guy who can play somebody as devastating as Walter, but also be a sweet guy, they're probably hilarious. He's probably yeah. a really funny guy. Yeah, he's probably a funny dude. Oh, um, oh, also, he did the 619. That's true. As a reference to, to him looking like Dom. Yeah. That's true. So, yeah, he is pretty funny. Uh, Bruza says, I missed the recap. Can you do it again, but swap your opinions on everything? Oh. Ooh. I mean, do we have many varying opinions in this particular episode of? Uh, not that I'm, uh, not that I'm aware of. Uh, let's see uh, here. Oh wow, this is a dog authority figure. This is not a hard question to answer. Who would you rather get stock tips from, Grimes or JBL? <laughs> Give me one reason to take him to take Grimes stock tips over JBL. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Can't think of one. Yeah, I can't think of one either. Uh, Twinewinder, Steiner's kid is joining NXT. Yeah, that's right. Triple H mentioned that on a conference call as well. That's cool. Oh, the ratings are in. Oof. AEW's 21st in the demo at a .29, 741,000. This is a rough week for NXT. 62nd in the demo with a .12, 558,000. Ooh. Oof. People Oof. turned off from Edge and they kept away. Guess so. That guy completely killed NXT. Uh, Wolfpack for life. What's the future for Velveteen Dream? What do you think is more likely, Larson? Him getting released or him uh, coming back to NXT? Probably him coming back to NXT, but not by much. It seems to be a 50-50 proposition. I kind of agree with that, yeah. It's been, I think I saw on Twitter, it's been seven weeks since he's been on TV. Yeah, I think someone asked him about uh, asked Triple H about Velveteen Dream today, and he kind of he pushed. He just like, hey, I've answered that question before. I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah, he's like, there's nothing, nothing new to add. We've got uh, a lot of talent here in the company, and uh, we look forward to the future. Uh, uh, Snake Sosa saw his top hat in the air and called the GameStop thing right there. There you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Moses supposes. Do you think the winners of uh, Grizzled Young Veterans and uh, MSK go on to take the titles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In which case, it'd probably be MSK. Goodbye, Big Red. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I just I, I think that grizzled young veterans have been around for a long time. Yeah, uh, we have such a firmer grasp on who they are than MSK. That's why I'm going with them. But uh, but yeah, the, the the tag title matchup does seem to be a natural fit between MSK and uh, and what's their faces. Lorcan and Birch, who those guys yeah, yeah. now that uh, McAfee's not around, it's like okay, this faction's not a thing. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. it doesn't really feel like a thing now. Mm -hmm. There's no, mm -hmm. there's no, uh, you know, Pete's doing his own thing. They're not even at a feud right now. 
there's no direction for them as a unit. So what's mm-hmm. the point of them at this point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crossface chicken stain, Johnny Gargano, John now gives me Ben Stiller vibes from Dodgeball, only a bit smarter. Yeah, I could see that. I really like I thought Dodgeball was pretty funny. It is a Dodgeball. Anyways, we'll answer some more questions here on the Twitch. Uh for the rest of you, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow evening for uh, Smackdown. uh, uh Smackdown tomorrow afternoon for uh, uh some Grand Theft Auto gameplay with our yeah. subs with our Friendo Club TV members. Yeah. We play on the PS4 PS5. So if you want in on that, five dollars on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. YouTube channel memberships or throw us a sub here on the Twitch and you can play with us and uh, we'll live stream it. Should be a lot yep. of fun. Yep, should be. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.